If you haven't noticed, there's a whole lot of logistics going on in this service. And uh, I'm going to need your help as we get through it. This morning's scripture comes to us from the Passion according to Luke, chapter 23, verses 33 through 38. May God open up to us an understanding of this word. When they came to the place called the skull, they crucified him there, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they're doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, he saved others. Let him save himself, if he is God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. Oh God, we pray that you will help us sing your way and your will this morning as we remember our time and your time together. In Christ's name, amen. The king of the Jews, they laughed and taunted him as he had his nails, his hands nailed to the crossbar, just as that piece of wood the king of the Jews was nailed over his head. What a spectacle. This man, bloodied and broken, in the end alone, naked, hanging between two criminals, while everyone on the ground laughed. What a joke. 2,000 years later, almost 2,000 years later, 10 years from that, we gather today to give witness that the joke is on us. He was, is, the king of the Jews and the Gentiles, too. And today is the day we celebrate this called Christ the King Sunday. It is the last day of our liturgical church year for good reason. Because what the liturgical year and Christ the King are about, I will get to in due time. Due time is the whole point. In the meantime, I remember, thanks to a Lilly Foundation gift that enabled Anita and me to take a sabbatical in 2014, and I decided for my sabbatical I wanted to learn how to paint. So I called up a well-known and successful painter whose family were members of my church in Jacksonville, 
and ask him if I could see him for some advice. Sure, he said, but don't expect too much. A couple of days later, I went to his studio and sat down for an hour or so as he painted and sort of talked his way through what he was doing. And I said, uh, I said that's amazing. I, I just don't know how you do it. He goes, well, I've, I've practiced a lot. I mean, this is what I do. I, I practice and practice. I said, I don't, I don't see myself ever being able to paint like you, but I would like to be able, in my own way, to paint like me. And I remember him saying, Steve, in due time, you will be able to paint okay. In the meantime, what you need to do is read from cover to cover a book called A La Prima by Richard Smid. It was like $90. Read all that and practice every single exercise in the book and you will begin the journey toward becoming a painter. How long will that take? I asked. Oh, I don't know, six months. Just for the book? Yeah. And when you've completed all the exercises, you work on it every day, and, in, and, and when you finally painted a mile of canvas, you'll be able to say that you can paint. Nine years later, I haven't yet gotten through the book, <laughs> and probably only painted a, a hundred feet of the 5,280 feet required to be a painter. I'm still in the meantime as I wait for in due time. Turns out that the practice of being a Christian is like this. It's practice, practice, practice in the meantime. And the way we practice is by ordering our lives according to God's time, the Christian liturgical year. And every year we practice this in the meantime discipline of obeying God's time with our liturgical seasons. We do so by rehearsing God's time and the expected coming kingdom of God. This morning's order of worship, order being the operative word, we will sing our way through the liturgical seasons. They fit together. There's a narrative. And we begin in the end. Today, Christ the King Sunday, in the same way the first Star Wars episode began with the ending when Darth Vader was defeated and the coming of the Force happened, everything that followed that Star Wars movie was then a prequel, just as everything that follows Christ the King is a prequel to the ultimate fulfillment of Christ's kingdom in heaven as it is in earth or earth as it is in heaven. So the first, the first holiday, the first season is Advent. And uh, it just simply means coming. Just as we expect the coming of Christ at Christmas during Advent, we expect the coming of Christ at the end of time. It's eschatological, we say. It's, it's the first prequel that begins next Sunday with Advent. And it is... And it is a color of purple, or at least it used to be. 
and we light four candles of hope and peace and joy and love as we wait for the light to come into the world. And, and while I said it used to be purple, it, the liturgy police uh, decided that blue was a better purple because Lent was purple and people kind of got confused to the two meanings of the seasons. So they decided blue was better. Um, but thanks to Sandy Kilgore, who created and made our new blue and purple paraments, in true St. Simon's style, that is to say, fair and modest, we have made a correction using both colors. And as we stay seated, let us now sing the first stanza of hymn number 82, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. Jesus. 